Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Yay! <laughs> Look at you. I nearly wore a Christmas jumper. Oh, I should have. I nearly, and I thought, ah, it's passe now. <laughs> well, is it, is it like daft earrings or something Oh, now? I don't know. Do you know my... Uh, yeah, or tr- like stupid headbands. Yeah. yeah. My daughter won't wear Christmas jumpers. This is how cool she thinks mm-hmm. she is. She says they're horrible. And it's Christmas jumper day at school, and she picked... A top from Zara Girl with like angel wings on, but just a sort of thin top, ballet mm. top. Yeah. One that looks cool, Mum, that I can wear all year round because those Christmas jumpers are naff. That's a six year old. But I like that, you see, because oh. like, what's she going to do tomorrow? She won't wear it again, no. will she? They're a waste you've, of money. You've got your angel wings. Yeah. Angel wings are 365 <laughs> days a year. <laughs> Now, a few weeks ago, I told you about Pick a Tale. It's a great app which encourages children to read. It's been great for my daughter, Ava Lily. She's been spending less and less time on YouTube and more time reading. There are over a thousand amazing books on the app, ranging from non-fiction books about the world, animals and ancient history. But alongside that, you've also got character books, including Postman Pat, Fireman Sam, which my little boy loves, and Bob the Builder. We've also found it really good just before bedtime, as you can just stick on an audiobook. And it's so handy when you've got to try and get two kids to bed and you need all the time you can get. And if they're tired as well and they don't feel like reading themselves, it's a great way to still get a story in. You can try this for free for two weeks. So I'd recommend giving it a go over Christmas, that special time, you know, when you can have such lovely sort of Christmassy books as well. You can get your little ones into reading in 2020 then. It's super easy to download. Just search for Pick a Tale on the App Store or on Google Play and give it a go. Our hot mess Mums, telling it like it is, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Uh, so. How is Christmas going and well, everything? I, I, I just get a bit, I just always get, I don't get stressed, I get a bit moody. I get moody because it's always left down to me. And I always feel like, I don't want to be a dolly downer, but I always, I'm always the one that has to do everything, you know, and I've got other siblings nothing i'm entertaining everyone you know i've got very old parents 92 and 87 and old muggins here no offense of course i love them dearly yeah but but i'd love it if somebody one day would say to me you know let's have a lovely family do but do it at my house instead but that's just not gonna happen it's always the way isn't it i find this it's same with me i've got a brother and he's totally the same we've got my nan this year she's 87 and god my husband's probably gonna leave the country i think (laughs) after day two but she he thinks he's like moving heaven and earth because he's gonna pick her up after boxing day from ours and that's his thing that's his thing it's that thing one yeah. year, can't you just One cook year. and have her or have us all? Or why is it always, but it's always the same? Mm. And I reckon everyone has that, especially mm. with siblings. There's always one that does everything and, and the rest one, just yeah. ride the coattails. Yeah, but then, you know, you've the got to The rest are laughing. Yeah, they are <laughs> laughing and just thinking, ha, 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 when there's hardly any washing up to do. Because I'm doing it all. But, you know, the, at the end of the day, when I get to the day, I do like the fact that, you know, I've been a provider and a entertainer and <laughs> I've done my bit again and ticked a box. And, yeah. And it's, it's really about the kids for me. 
Yeah, and yes. one of them's 18 anyway, so you know, I haven't got too much responsibility apart from just uh, making sure the turkey's cooked. <laughs> uh, I want to ask yeah. you about a story that's been in the, the news lately with Justin Timberlake who was photographed holding the hand of an actress he was working with on set at night and then his lovely, gorgeous wife, Jessica Bell, kind of made him... Exactly, why would you even (laughs) hold anyone else's hand? Um, Made him do a sort of... An, 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 an announcement, like an apology almost, a statement about it. Mm. And different people were saying different things like, oh, well, I saw it. people say you do hold hands with other people sometimes. Other people saying there's no smoke without fire. Mm. I'd have killed him. There's, mm. I'm a jealous person anyway. And I think, no. But I wondered what you thought, especially because he is in show. So they were yeah, watching him. Showbiz. Weren't they? The thing is, people are quite touchy feely in showbiz, aren't yeah. they? And the thing is, everything's always so intense. Like you're you're on a you know you're on a shoot. You you know you're there day in day out. You don't see you you know you, you're not going back home as much. And God, it sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to lead down the wrong path. But um, I do think people. I mean, I remember when we. Sort of panto, especially especially theatrical people. You know, you, th- there you really are stuck in it, sticking to the Christmas thing because that, that they're the only people. You're, they're your family for that that amount of time. That you know, the eight twelve weeks that you have all together. So I presume it's a bit similar in Hollywood when you're on your movie set. But yeah. I'm not making excuses. But see, I'm quite touchy feely. I'm touchy feely and terribly flirty. Is she Callum? Is the stuff going on, producer Callum? <laughs> I, uh, I, I think you're quite it. good with him. Yeah. He's what? not your type. What? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Oh, back in the day. You've got a lovely partner as well. Yeah. How would he feel if it was you? He'd hate it. He'd absolutely hate it. Yeah. I'd be a bit more laid back about it. But yeah, he'd go absolutely bonkers. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have got a bit, if you're in the limelight like that and you're so famous, you, you know, you have got to be careful. You've got to be responsible and be accountable if you're going to do something like that don't be surprised when it kicks off no so he says i stay away from gossip as much as i can uh, but i've got to address recent rumors that are hurting the people i love a few weeks ago i displayed a strong lapse in judgment but let oh. me be clear nothing happened between me and my co-star i drank way too much that night and i regret my behavior i should have known better and then he goes on to apologize to his wife and right. and stuff like that so he held on because he'd uh, had a few drinks and they were feeling jolly which i guess can happen yeah. I'd still kill him. <laughs> I think that's, you know, now he's made the statement and everything, I think that's that's absolutely fine. I, think I wonder should... whether with all that acting stuff, though, mm. that you fall for someone sometimes, like, uh, one of my friends was in Emmerdale for a long time and he said there was a particular co-star that he worked with and he started to feel like he was developing feelings for it because they had this... Um, romance yeah. he method there was something. Then, yeah <laughs> really is and I think there was you know and then when it all sort of ended he said I was fine again but at yeah. that moment it was yeah. bizarre and I thought well yeah if you if you find someone attractive and you don't mind doing that scene with them mm. then I don't know they kiss on you know when you see all these mm. sexy scenes and stuff yeah. and what not I'd be and so think, embarrassed yeah, yeah is that, I think yeah you cross the line you're not acting now are you no do, yeah it's tricky how do you See, I could never be... There's a big difference between, like, presenting, like we do, and yeah. hosting, and acting. Some people say, oh, yeah, you're an actress. I said, I'm not an actress. I can't pretend to be someone else and then do stuff. And you've got to look sexy, which I'm really... I'm not just being asked to look... Yeah, just yeah. like to be made to do it on a cold, miserable Monday morning. <laughs> and you're like, what now? 
Really? What? Not even a not, not even a port and lemon before I go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, but oh. I, I'm, I'm going to let Justin Timberlake off the hook. Off the hook on that one. I am. I am because okay. it can't. I can see it happening, and I yeah. can see it being harmless. And you know, at the end of the day. There's people just waiting to pounce on Mr. Squeaky Clean. Yeah, and, um, it is a difficult situation, isn't it? Yeah, I but guess. yeah, I'd I go absolutely bonkers as well, yeah. Uh, Jenny and I are joined by a lovely guest now uh, who's been on before. It is the lovely Ruby. Hi. My husband said to me, please stop calling her Ruby. <laughs> I can't I know why. Well, yeah, it was. Because she spells yeah. her name with an I on the end. Are you double B I? Yeah, yeah, so I. Uh, oh, I see, because it's the double I get, B. Yeah. I get that. Oh, Rub- Rubber bit eye. Yeah. I must have been. And I still do it. I did it in the car the other day. And he went, Kelly, yeah. when she, it's Ruby, get it right. I did not say that. So, no, Christine. Oh, right, okay. Christine. <laughs> yeah, Christine. <laughs> I was going to say, gosh, that's not like me. Yeah, I'm a bit like you. I'm like, yeah, call me what you want. It's fine. <laughs> Ruby is from Wild and Form Digital. Yeah. Social media expert. You do all sorts, don't you? Yeah, social media consultant. So I'll go in and um, help business owners and their marketing teams, empower them with skills, knowledge and confidence to be able to use social media smartly. Um, but I also work with schools as well. So being able to kind of, it's a triangle really. So helping teachers and um, parents open up the discussion around social media so that they can have better, conversa- more empowering, positive conversations with pupils slash their, their children. Mm. And one that's the, really important. Well, yeah, I mean, it is. It can be confusing for parents at this time of the year because with Christmas, obviously, yeah. a lot of children, teenagers want computer games. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier because Ava Lily's getting a Nintendo mm. and my brother's not... He doesn't give his consent, although it's nothing to do with him. And Jenny was saying her um, one of her daughters loves Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. And, but Jenny has to be very aware that she's, mm. she's up there on it and all her friends are doing the group thing. Mm. So it can be quite of a tricky time for parents across... It is anyway, isn't it, with, with this? But Christmas probably worse. Mm. And it's Maybe. just interesting because everybody wants a gadget now. Yeah. They're so old school. Just, I'm just covering myself. <laughs> just a, just a gadget. Gadget. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, a know, device, a tech a device, device. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that... There's this, there's got to be give and take when it comes to tech, over, specifically over that Christmas period. And I think that starts with a conversation between, as a family, whatever your family unit is, and mm-hmm. having that look, it's completely, you can't go cold turkey. I think that's um, unrealistic to say, right, no devices, no social, let's switch off the Wi-Fi. I mean, I'd go crazy mm. if that was the case. But it's about having that conversation about, right, well, we're going to be together for maybe two weeks. What do we want to get from that? How do we want to feel? I know it might sound a bit woo-woo, but ultimately, if you know how you want to feel, how you want to interact as a family, listing the things such as, you know, I want to do board games or we should go for some walks or let's let's play on the Nintendo Switch together. Can we have a battle or whatever it might be? time. But... It's understanding what the goals will be, what you want to do as a family, as a unit. So there's not that isolation yeah. when it comes to devices. Because what I like you don't that. want to do... I like that. And I well, can visualise that. Like, yeah. we all sit down. Like, Connie will come back from uni. Pollyanna will come down from her bedroom. She's on her Fortnite thing. And, that, you know what? Just confronting it and saying, right, OK, let's just have a conversation. Just have a chat. That's a great idea. And just to get... And to say, right, we need a balance, guys. Let's all agree. Yeah. 
to do this all together collectively and then let's set out to do that and, and, and make sure that that's exactly what's achieved. I love that. Because what you don't want to do is spend the whole period dictating or no. shouting or going, that's it, Which I'm is taking what, this off you. It does happen do. a lot, doesn't it? But you know, how, and how that does that work out? Well, it's resentment. awful. And they end up going back on it because, you, yeah, resentment. You end up getting annoyed with them, they're annoyed with you, they yeah. go in another room yeah. and it just carries on. And you don't want that over the Christmas period. No. I mean, you don't want that generally, but over specifically where it can be quite a heated kind of like space. You're in each other's, yeah. well, space again, you know, for quite a long time. It's mm. get that balance, get that vision and talk about it together. Get them to buy into it. It's a bit like change management in, in business terms. You've got to get the other party to buy into it so that you can travel, you know, down that path together and hopefully serenely. It's the same thing. Just have that set vision, whatever that is. Right, well, we'll go for a walk. We want to do, you know, write a list. We want to go for a walk. We want to watch, Chris, you know, five Christmas movies or whatever it might be. Can you do and like a deal? Look, if you go, for, if we go for a walk, then you can do that for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, can, yeah. you can just build yeah, it in though it on in. on that list, and then also agree. Do you know what? The biggest thing I think the, where the battle comes with tech is parents not realizing that they are a mirror to their children so you're stood there with your device going get off your wife get off the phone stop scrolling on instagram you know but you're scrolling through your phone and so it's like wow hypocrisy one thing yeah yeah. well we this week we're being sponsored by picketail yeah um who we've worked with before they're a great brand and they have released like they're a bit like the netflix for kids really and they have a reading app online um obviously it's an app kelly um so yes it's online uh which is sort of interactive and helps kids get into reading it's got different kind of features on there Mm. which is a new way for kids to learn other than a book you can still love real books but you've got that too and because we're at that stage in the world where kids are learning a lot online Mm. that kind of thing is is beneficial, I guess, isn't it, for, for kids? I think it is. You know? It's great in terms of stimulating their interest, potentially, if they don't have an interest. You know, boys traditionally don't like to read on the whole. Um, so if you can try and hook them in w- using a device into that world, whether it's fiction or fact, and they've got a variety of, of subjects and books, haven't they, Picketail have on yeah. their app. It's and it's great. Inter- it talks. You know, you yeah. can have it yeah. narrate to you or touch the screen and certain words will come out. So yeah. I think it makes it more fun, perhaps, Perhaps for, like you said, maybe a certain group of kids who don't find the book books very Struggling, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll never see that day or that age, will we? Where the book, you know, we will not, we will no longer have books on a bookshelf. I, I, I get the feeling that they, you know, we will always have those, won't we? I hope so. I hope so. You know, when sometimes you think, oh, what happens? What if? What if one day we're just barren of books? Well, you say that. <laughs> I mean, it could barren. I was a bit dramatic. I'm sorry, me, but. It's, <laughs> It could okay, go Claudia. that way, but there's something. There's something about the smell. My Connie's 18. She's, um, you know, she's she, yeah, she's full on tech, but she loves to have her books. She loves the smell of books. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, she says oh, there's nothing like turning over a page and you know having a good old fashioned bookmark and you know getting in bed and just um, just like being swallowed up by the pages. And I hope that never goes. You've set the scene. You've just painted a picture as to why the the book just offers so much more than just um, a screen, a, a screen. Mm. it's the the sentiment the deep-rooted memories that mm. come with that um you know it was winter time cuddled up blanket mm. book fire roaring whatever it might be that's you, you nothing can beat that but a 
tech device is, is a great way of introducing. Yeah. I think when I think they're reading. young and it's struggling to kind of learn and, mm. and take that all in, yeah. they can be... Um, a game changer in getting them interested, can't they? Yeah, they engage and then you them, can sort it. of grow them into books as well and get that balancing out, which I think is, is kind of ideal for parents. And I think being aware and knowing that you are going to be supplementing it with yeah. something non-tech... That's it. ...is is important. Yeah. Again, for sure. so you're not parenting through tech. And books do cost a lot of money. Like, when you yeah. have kids as well. well, you know, it's quite expensive. And a, a lot... We do. Ch- we always do the charity, you yeah. know, where you root yeah. it all out and off it goes again to the charity shop. There's a big turnaround with, with that. Yeah. So I think when you've got it on an app, it's there. You it's don't handy. need to do all of exactly. that, do you? So... Um, but it's about balance. What's so before you go, um, Ruby? It'd be great to have like your top three tips for Christmas screen time advice for parents. Screen that time would be advice. wonderful. I'd probably set. See, um, I love the I've way got, you flipped a page. She's got, she's got, she's got, got so she's a note. Excuse she me, she hasn't got a screen here that she's looking at. She's referring good to a notebook <laughs> with real paper and what looks like a, she's used a pen and a highlighter. <laughs> a highlighter. I'm just <laughs> setting the scene again. You see, she's got the balance. Just saying. I'd probably say it's about setting boundaries together that's vitally important exactly so time limits um it's not necessarily about the quantity of time it's also the quality of time so what are they doing during that time period um setting that at the outset is great and also the language i think language is really important so it's not about limiting them but it's about um understanding that this is one part of their entertainment that they can have. Yeah. You're not, it's not like, oh, we'll only let you have it for 20 minutes. It's like, no, go and enjoy it for the next 20 minutes. Explore it. You know, be happy using it, but know that, you know, after that we'll be, I don't know, having a board game or making tea together, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, I'd probably also suggest, it goes back to that mirroring as well. So maybe as a family, you are more self-aware Practice what you, you preach. Yeah, yeah I definitely need to do yeah. that. And maybe Absolutely. think about things like a little tech basket. You know, you say, you say to you and your partner, whatever it might be, right, after eight o'clock, all devices go into this basket. Yeah. No one touches it. I might do Let's a Christmas tech basket. Yeah. I know a couple of that do that. Yeah, you know, I like with that. Each other. Yeah. Um, they don't have, I've got a friend actually, they don't have children, uh, but they, uh, she has two businesses and they've done that because she didn't realise that she would be sitting on her laptop in bed. till 10 at night yeah, and he'd be watching telly next to her, but they wouldn't, they no, weren't talking. No. They're, they're very happy, but you just said to her, I'd like it if you put that down at some point. Mm. And it kind of made her realise that she had to have a cut off point at night. Yeah, yeah. it's important. It's you, Realize, no, you don't, which is why I think, uh, sorry, an extra, I know you only asked for three, but I've got another No, one. give no. us more, I'm loving this. <laughs> yes, it's fine. The other one is to do like a body scan almost. And so that raising that self-awareness in terms of, right, well, how does this tech make me feel? Am I talking with my you know, partner, with my kids? Am I not? Do I feel connected to them? Just having that moment where you do that body scan. How am I feeling? How could they be feeling? Could I be doing something that's have you know with greater human connection with them it's an awareness isn't it because things just become the norm and become like a part of every day yeah absolutely and i think it's an awareness it's a small thing but a big thing yeah yeah I love I it. Thank you yeah, so much. Really yeah, Help me, selfishly <laughs> speaking. God, I love this. What's my name, Claudia? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robbie, Ruby. <laughs> thank, you so, thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you so much for inviting oh, me have back. Have a lovely Christmas. Nice. And you. The Hot Mess Mums. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Let's talk about Mel. So these are basically um, in front of a live audience and uh, I do about an hour, hour, 20 minutes of... Um, 
an interview, which obviously means I've got a lot more time than most people have. Um, the good thing is that with someone like Mel, who who I think, you know, he's, he's, he's kept out of the limelight for a long time for various reasons, which most of us are aware of. Yeah, because he was in it a lot for the a wrong lot. reasons yeah. and then it's gone kind of quiet. Yeah. Um, so, it, first of all, it's very tricky to actually find out a lot about him because okay. he's kind of a closed book. Uh, I can't even... There are no autobiographies or biographies really, really either. Yeah, oh, so it's... Yeah. <laughs> so um, the good the good news is I've got, you know, over an hour to, to sort of, like, get him to relax and, you know, hopefully um, we'll, we'll find a side of Mel Gibson that nobody's seen before. But he's... Um, He's always busy. I think he's a genius. I mean, I've had to look at all these movies and he's directing, he's just producing. He's Some of the stuff he's done is just way, way off the radar for me. I mean, just superb um, in movie making. I think he's, pretty, he's, he's quite underestimated as a producer, director. Um, because we all know him as sort of lethal weapon, yeah. which I love him in Mad Max, which was kind of mm. of its time and is still talked about now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? but those originals. Yeah, but then you look at the stuff like uh, Passion of Christ, um, and even Braveheart. You know, that was one of his first. I think it was his first movie that he directed. Oh, okay. so he directed. So and he starred and in he it. Stars wow. in it, and he talks about you know, imagine how pressured that is. Yeah, to be on both sides of the camera. And with such a, you know, with so much pressure because there was a, you know, there was a lot of pressure to get it to get it right. And they didn't have a huge budget or very much time. And you think what a blockbuster that was when yeah, it came huge. out. And he's he's very disciplined in some ways, but funnily enough, we see in his private life and we hear in his private not so much <laughs> there. Yeah. So he's a bit of a dark horse, Mel. So I'm a bit wary. You know, with Arnie, oh. Arnie and Sly, you know where you are, aren't you? Say, they just love throw you. yourselves in. <laughs> But what? I might have to just dip my toe very slowly as opposed to a full-on water bomb. Yeah, that's the analogy. <laughs> you did some great stuff with them, Arnie yes. and, and El Sylvester Stallone because yeah. you talked about it on one of I our think you other episodes. But you, you created it all yourself. Yeah. You blew me away that day we talked because you said, I do all my own research, yeah. I create what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's you, you know, that's you. I make it funny, I make it this. You had it all planned, it was you that did it yeah. all. And yeah. they loved it, they some did. of the things you did, which I thought was incredible because so many people rely on everyone else and don't yeah. do that. And it's very important to you that it's it your is, thing and you're is. in control. Yeah, and I think that comes with experience. Like we all know, you know, I think you're always, if you, you know, do it, if you can't do it, you can't rely on anyone really anymore in any industry in no. show business, if you ask me. Um, and I think with things like that, if you're genuinely, you know, as an interviewer, um, if you genuinely want to get those those stories that have been, never been heard of before, it's such you've got to do your research, you've got to do it properly because if someone else does it for you, they're not really in it for, for what you're in it for, you know. Yeah. And I really genuinely want to... I want the guests to relax, but also to just go off piste and, you know, go down these winding alleys and go, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I just can't believe I've just said that. I can't believe I, got, I forgot about that, you know. And um, I think you have got a... I always think... I, with everything I've done in presenting, though, I've always sort of... I've always... Even if I host things or I do awards, I always look up who's won what, 
who the you know who the personalities are and the real characters are in that company or whatever. Uh, do your due diligence and do your research, and, th- and that, I think you can apply that to everything in life, can't you? Yeah, you're just there's, better off. Well, there's nothing worse. I think we said that before, didn't we? As someone giving you all your notes that you've not done and they're all wrong, and the guest says, "No, that no, that's happen. not true." And that yeah, was and that's that happened, day. That happened you... a lot back in the day. Yeah, oh, well, I did in ra- not as in big radio. stars as no, who but... you interview, but in radio, and then you think I should have just gone with what I wanted to go with yeah. in my own thing. I don't need you to do that, and no. you, you do have to take control. Mm. So, and I think that comes with confidence, doesn't mm. it? In the end, and um, what gives me confidence is if I've done it myself. Yeah, simple as. Especially you know. like you said, because he's a bit of a closed book. You know, you're going to have to play it a certain way oh, yeah. just to see how it goes and warm him up. Yeah. So you don't want someone else interfering in how you do it. It's no. got to be your way, so yeah. you know that you feel comfortable. Because it's scary. I mean, I break it if I was interviewing him. <laughs> Seriously, I would. I'd be, a, I'd be a mess, you know. What What's your favourite movie? Do you know? Oh, of him? Yeah. Oh, I love Lethal Weapon. Oh, right, I'm the okay. real Die Hard I love with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Lethal Weapon with him. Because he, was, he got off the, the Die Hard gig. Did he? And he said no. See, I didn't know and that. And they put up Bruce Bruce Willis was up for the Lethal Weapon gib. How funny. Oh, and they yeah. both got the other ones. Wow. It's Yeah, there's all sorts of little nuggets mm. that um, you have to sort of like trawl through. But yeah, so they, you know, that, that whole group and that whole genre of actor, you know, when you look back, though, I always think, will we ever have, ever, will we ever have guys like that again, though? Do you know what oh, I mean? No. That have got that substance... Yeah, and that they have grafted really, yeah. really hard to get well, there. And they really do work for their money. I mean, I, I know for a fact that um, the big fight that's at the end of one of the lethal weapons, he he did jiu-jitsu. He does, Mel Gibson's a really right. good um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. So, and oh uh, it took him, you know, they really worked hard at one of the street fights he does at the end of... Um, wow, so no those, stuntman. No, 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 no. But you see, a lot of them are like that. Or but Tom you won't Cruise. get it now. Yeah, no. They'll be like, oh gosh, I've hurt yeah. my face I... for Instagram will be yeah. bruised. I can't yeah. do that. Pulling the stunt man. Get my stunt man in yeah. now. Yeah, see? So, um, no, it's um, it's interesting. Oh, exciting. I know, sort of, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'll report back. Oh. Uh, what dates are there, those? It's 2020. Yeah, next year. Yeah, so it's December. Oh, brilliant. So it's a good, it's a yeah. I've got enough time. I've yeah. got a few other people before, but I'll let, let you know about Yay. those ones when they, uh, which are making me smile. Go Jenny, yeah. And we might have our first female Hollywood movie star. Oh, fantastic, yeah. So don't know where for that, um, but yeah. So it's all bubbling under the surface. So you'd be the first to know. But I am looking forward to it, and it's great for. I just think it's best job, best job, you know. But you've got to be relaxed. You can't sit there and think, oh, oh, God, he oh, was governor of California I'd twice. Shake. And he was like, he's worth $400 million. Why is he speaking to me? You can't think that. You just go, all right, good. All right, let's chat. <laughs> well, we had Lindsay Queen of Clean on. Oh, we love her. Yeah, and I had to get out the CBD drops, and that was Lindsay Queen of Clean. So can you imagine? Like, I'd be useless. My, I don't my jaw think... wouldn't move. No, I think, I think you wind yourself up. You're coming to yoga with me anyway. You're going to sort me I'm out. I'm going to level you, you out for all that. Anxious, it's, yeah. Anxiety that I carry around in pockets. You seem a bit calmer, though, considering Christmas oh. is coming. I've had a gin. No, I haven't. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, I feel all right. I've just kind of gone with it instead of getting too, too et up with it all. Mm. 
I'm quite emotional at the minute. I keep crying at anything. Right. I don't know what that's about. But apart from that, right. and I was very hot this morning, so I started to worry that I was going into the early menopause. menopause. Oh, and don't even go there. Oh, no. I went outside with nothing, like no jumper on, just a strapless dress. And Chris was like, what's <laughs> going on? I went, I'm so hot. is it me? He went, Kelly, yeah. it's raining and it's four <laughs> degrees. Like, <laughs> And then I panic. I think, is it early menopause? I don't know. Yeah, all these things we've got to look forward to. Can't wait. Oh, Bring no. it on. Being God. a woman sucks sometimes. But, yeah. <laughs> I am a you bit are. more relaxed. But you've been exercising as well, haven't you? Yes, I'm not See, doing as much, but... But it does help. Yeah, definitely. Headspace mm. and just inner strength, I think. And know. I think that thing that you're you're committing to like an hour or so for yourself... Yeah. You know, and you, you know that you're doing something that's actually good for you and is, you know, beneficial to your health, both physically and mentally. Yeah. Knowing that you can commit that to yourself and say right that is my time and it's going to make me feel better it's it's essential I keep barking on about it to people because you know I do think one hour out of your day for all all these mums who have got so much going on it's it you know if it can be done I think it's the most valuable thing you can do especially this time of year yes because it does feel stressful it's darker it's colder everything sometimes does feel and you know you get to sometimes this point like December Mm. where you start to think oh so there's a new year coming and sometimes that's great and you can feel really positive and depending on what you're going through or what you've been through sometimes you can feel a bit worried about it yeah so it's good to have something that just helps get you through it Mm. that's not just mince pies and alcohol because that's got you know yeah and I think post Christmas there's that big downer isn't there January is sort of a month that everybody kind of dreads so I've actually today when I was driving I thought you know you've got to park it right put it in a box and say right plan stuff in January that's positive yes that you look to look forward to and don't do the usual oh you know we're not going to drink for the whole month I'm not into all that right no oh we'll try January but just 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 nice things maybe say to friends who want to meet up for your Christmas, why well, you say? Do you know what? Why don't we do it in January? Yep. Do you know? You know, we've all got enough to do at the moment. Let's do that little thing, that little treat in January instead, um, and just you know have a little plan and just a few pointers. Like I'm going to do that. I'm going to give myself an hour, whether it be yoga or a run or whatever, and I'm going to have a little regime for January. I'm really going to look forward to January because I always get this feeling that everyone's dreading it. Yeah, we've already talked about it. Like in our right. house, going, oh my god. Yeah, you know, mm. because Chris is in a new job and sometimes he's away, and so I'm like, oh, I don't want to even think about that again. And he's like, well, we're not even in January yet. Like, mm. why are you talking about it? But, but I think the do. essence is making a plan. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, have you a little strategy. One thing a week. Yeah, rather than that January abyss, which could get a bit of a downer. So that's my little nugget. That's my oh, little love Christmas present to everyone. Yes. Plan your jam. Plan your jam, pal. Plan your jam. Plan your jam. That's it. <laughs> well, it's been lovely as ever. No, I love it here. I think we've got, we've got a good rapport. We oh, really have. <laughs> and I'm so excited to announce that you're coming on board. I am. As the host Uh-oh. for season three. Uh-oh, no, the drove sign off. <laughs> We're all yeah, so what are you doing? Tough. Callum and Kelly, what the hell are you doing? What are you thinking? <laughs> no. No, I'd, I'd be, I'm so, I'm just as excited as you are, honestly. And I think, I'm just looking forward to like sharing just, uh, just you know what, what? In this fuzzy, mad head of ours, that I, I say ours. <laughs> no, mine's fuzzier yeah. than yours. <laughs> Uh, it's good to share and that, yeah. you know I think you do a great job and I'd love to I'd love to you know well we love contribute. having you on and have you working with us it's so, been so much fun already so okay. we're dead excited don't show yes. me any of the uh, complaints though just the good ones no right? complaints <laughs> 
But no. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So planned our jam. That's what planned we've done. Jam. There you go. <laughs> and I won't see you, obviously, until after Christmas. So no. have a lovely Christmas and New Year as well. Oh, well, I thought you were going to invite me around for Christmas dinner as well. Okay, because you do it for everyone else. You so really want to come and deal with my feral children. <laughs> oh, happy Christmas to you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah see you soon. On. Bye. <laughs> Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Thanks again to Picatel for sponsoring this episode of the Hot Mess Mums Club. Don't forget, you can go and get your two-week trial period set up and give it a go. There's over a thousand children's books available and you can read them by swiping the pages. Or for those less confident readers, you can use the audiobook option, which works like karaoke and it allows them to follow the highlighted text whilst listening to the narration. You can have up to four profiles on each account, so no one is missing out. And it's a much better way to get your kids using screens and it helps them to develop that love of reading 